This is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself, brought to you by Simply Be, fashion fit for everybody. Two fists, sorry, yeah, I'm here, hold on, let me sit properly like a normal human. (laughs) (laughs) Hey Laura, happy March! Happy March? You mean happy pancake day? (laughs) Pancake day. Uh, well, I love pancake day. What do you have on your pancakes? Everything. <laughs> Are you a crepe person or a big fat American pancake person? I'm a whatever my mother puts in front of me person. <laughs> so. oh, I forgot you don't cook. <laughs> don't cook. Uh, no, my mum does the world's best crepe style pancakes. I feel yeah. like I think they're the only acceptable ones to have on pancake day. I, I agree. Yeah, I've got really personally. lovely memories of like making them with my like my mum my dad my brother and having like fights over what's going on and who's having which one but like it was a real good family time like it was yeah it's nice so I love a pancake me I feel like I take it very seriously um, oh, I damn. start. <laughs> no, I'm Wait, sorry. Hold on. Have you got courses of pancakes? I've got courses of pancakes, right? Oh, it's very Lordy. important. Right, Please pay attention. Take it seriously. <laughs> so I start with lemon and sugar. It's the only way to start. Nice little Snooze, palate but... cleanser. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a palate cleanser because it's terrible. Yeah, carry on. Then we go. Sorry, what? No, I can't get on board. When something like Nutella and marshmallow. We'll get onto my I'm getting onto it. Give me yeah, a but... minute. <laughs> Wait, hold on. This is probably. <laughs> This is like causing issues with us. We're getting so worked up about pancakes. I just snorted. It's important. <laughs> right, where was I before I was really interrupted? So first sorry. cake, first first course, even first cake. Can you tell I'm hungry? <laughs> first course pancakes. Oh, the first course, right, has to be lemon and sugar. Then it's jam. Jam. Right. Jam. Yeah. Jam, yep. strawberry or raspberry, preferably raspberry, obviously very high quality jam. And then, my friend, then we move on to the Nutella. And if there's room, there normally is. If there's room, we go for the Biscoff spread. We go for the 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 god, the, the, the god don tier. is the yeah. Lotus Biscoff spread. Oh, damn. I am so, I don't know how to feel about the fact that you have jam. I don't what know do how mean? I feel about that. I don't know. I've never heard that before. I've, no one's what? ever had jam in a pancake. You've been living under a rock. Are you actually having a laugh? No, I live under a Nutella pancake like a normal human. <laughs> <laughs> right, you, you need to got, try it. Roll it up. Yeah, okay. Do you like jam I donuts? Raspberry... I, oh my God, yes, I die. Right, well. All right, okay. Right, so next jam time you in... come to mine, I'm making you a fucking Yay! jam pancake. I'm going to yeah. make you a stack of them and you're going to bloody love them, all right? Okay, I love jam and I love pancakes. I'm all over it. I'm just more like... Um, I like so on pancake day we don't even have dinner my mother has never cooked dinner <laughs> on pancake day because we save it all and so me and my sister mum will sit there and have her lemon and sugar and me and my sister are like absolutely not and we have got the Nutella and we've got marshmallows and we've got squirty cream and there's ice cream and there's strawberries and there's maple syrup and there's golden syrup and it's basically how much sugar can you get in one small space and put in your mouth quick enough is our pancake rule within the Smith girl family absolutely per- per- perfection I mean how can you literally <laughs> complain or go wrong with that I know Happy do you days. like um do you like savory pancakes absolutely not why no, would you do I that don't either literally I don't a understand. crime against the pancake I'll heal none of this cheese pancake thank you no a cheese crepe but I can get on board with like a you know when you go to America when you go to Florida and you have the American style pancakes with a bit of like streaky bacon or the bacon that they have with maple yeah syrup. The bacon I can it, fuck with nice. that yeah, yeah, that's a good I mean, time. Yeah, I can, roll, I can roll around in that as well. <laughs> I can roll 
<laughs> but that's good. But okay, so we've had we have some feelings about pancake day, clearly. So, so listen, yeah, hopefully yeah. you're enjoying some pancakes right now. And if you're not, I'm can guarantee that you'll be going to the to the shop right now to go and buy some probably. So go and buy the not. pancake mix. And tell us what you're having. I want to hear some obscure answers to what people actually have for pancake day that's that's more obscure than jam. I think we're gonna have to just put this on a poll or something like jam. Yes. This is like Jamgate, all right? Well, we'll, we'll jam put gate. it on the Instagram stories, and you can be the vote. <coughs> Lauren, you're wrong, but we'll we'll put it to the people. It's fine. We'll just we'll let them tell you that you're wrong. I'm happy to admit that I may be wrong on this occasion. I'm right about everything else. So Jamgate, <laughs> I may be wrong, and I'm gonna try one. You're gonna make me one. Fine. <laughs> So Lauren, I wanted to talk about the Emma Thompson video that's been doing the rounds on Instagram. Amazing. She, first of all, love her. Second of all, this video is its so nice to hear the words from someone that we all love. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it was an amazing video and I think it's so, so important. Um, and I actually wanted to just share it quickly on here as well. So in the video, she actually says, the problem is we're not used to seeing untreated bodies on the screen. We're only used to seeing bodies that have been trained. I can't stand in front of a mirror like that. If I stand in front of a mirror, I will always pull something in. I can't just stand there. Why would I do that? It's horrifying. But that is the problem. We've been brainwashed all our lives to hate our bodies. So it's powerful stuff, isn't it? Um, And it really got me thinking. She's so right about like, diet culture is so toxic. And we literally are trained from the moment we're like, I don't know, we hit puberty, maybe even before that to hate ourselves because it feeds a 70 billion dollar industry and I don't look at myself in the mirror enough I just a bit like her really I just avoid it because why would I do that why would I put myself through that um but the more I was thinking about it I was thinking well that's really messed up like that I don't so I actually decided well we decided didn't we we were were chatting about it and we decided that we were both going to do that for this episode um so we got all of our white and well Lauren's white wobbly bits my tanned tanned, somewhat streaky (laughs) wobbly bits out um and we both just stood in the mirror and separately can we just say (laughs) holding hands naked in the mirror looking at each other (laughs) oh god Jack, separately separately we're really close not that close look i know you want to see the boobs laura but not right now okay (laughs) i was gonna embarrass you but i won't i was gonna talk about the picture that you once sent me of you in something leather but anyway (laughs) look if you can't send your friends sexy pics of yourself what's going on Okay, so anyway, Lauren, how did you get on spending some time with yourself in the mirror? It's really hard. I didn't like it. I really? um, It's so weird, isn't it? We're sitting here, we're doing this podcast all about body confidence and, and body issues and stuff. And you just stand there. And I stood there for like five minutes and I was like, right, okay, Lauren, you're going to do this. And I was like, I didn't like it. And I hate that. I hate it that I didn't like it. And it was it was just kind of, I think when you've gained weight, and I've gained quite a lot and I'm looking at my body and I'm looking at it like one, you know, the, the thing in my head is always, you don't look like you did when you were 22. I mean, who 10 years later does mm. parts of my body look like bodies that I used to see growing up that were deemed to be unattractive and gross and disgusting and all that kind of thing. And I'm like, Oh God, that's me now. So when you're just standing there and there's no filter, there's nothing else. And you're not trying to like hold your waist in or push your butt out or anything like that. It's really just like quite raw um, but the other thing I noticed as well is that, um, so I'm 33, which is not old by any stretch, but certainly you find that your body starts to age and aging 
is a part of it as well. So it's not only diet culture, it's aging. Like my, my boobs are not as high as they used to be, which is absolutely fine because I'm not 20 anymore. But that's also a thing as well, coming to grips with it. So it was hard, but it's also like, okay, well, how about Lauren? <laughs> we just get on board with it. Like this is the body that I've got. I've got one body and it takes me from place to place and it's kept me here. And I've talked about that before. Um, and I want to love my body and be a bit more confident in looking at myself naked. I'm confident when I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all dressed up in these bright colour clothes and stuff and I'm confident then. But, you know, the thought again of like being with a guy wearing the stuff and I'm just like, oh God, but I need to get there. So it's a good start exercise. I find mm. it emotional, but really worthwhile. How do you think you'll do it again? A hundred percent. I think it's something that people should do quite regularly because bodies change. Mm. Um, you know, whether you lose weight, put on weight, get a tan, whatever, like you should do it a lot. It's your body. It's your body. It's literally the thing that is keeping you alive. We should be, we should be fine with it. It's so simple on paper, but it's so, it's wrapped up in so much bullshit. Um, yeah, hundred percent. We'll be doing it again. How did you find yours? Uh, yeah, I think I had a similar experience to you. I think, although at first I, I, mine sort of changed a little bit. So at first I was like, Oh, well, there it is. Yeah, you know, it's just a body, like it happens to be a big body that's quite flabby. It's it's just, that's it. And I was kind of just a bit, because I think that's my attitude a little bit with this whole move to this body neutrality kind of world in that it's just a body, it's just a vessel, like let's just not really focus on it. So I don't focus on it. I just get on with my life. So actually having to stand in front of the mirror and look at myself was actually quite hard. Um, It wasn't hard to begin with. And then I found myself and genuinely, this was completely subconsciously because the task is to just stand there, isn't it? Unposed and whatever. And I found myself picking up my tummy. I've got like an apron because like, because of my size, I have got an apron and a fupa. And I was kind of lifting up and then remembering when I was younger about wanting to literally cut my stomach off with scissors. (gasps) And I was picking it up my tummy thinking, oh, like, wouldn't it be great Mm. if that could just go? yeah didn't even think about it completely subconsciously and then I did the same thing with my boobs right so I've got my boobs have started to sag as well um and they are not as pert as they used to be and I hadn't noticed that until looking in the mirror again I'm 32 not old by absolutely any stretch but obviously your body does change that was difficult also seeing I've got something called hydrogenitis superativa HS for short basically you get these kind of like cysts and stuff like that in like groin underarms and boobs I mainly get them in my underarms mm. I've got a lot of scarring and scar tissue as well under my boobs so I was kind of looking at that reflecting on that before I knew it, I was kind of picking up things and prodding things and moving around. And I it just made me realise that what she said is so true. Like, it takes a lot to be com- content and comfortable in your own body. It's not easy. No. So I definitely think it was worth doing. And we, we really want to kind of encourage you guys to do it as well. So we're setting you that challenge, aren't we, Lauren? So um, we'd love to know how you get on. Uh, have a look in the mirror. Get yourself naked. Yes. You know, have a good look at yourself. Try not to kind of suck things in and move things around. And let us know how you think. Let us know how you feel afterwards. If it did any good or if it, you know, what it opened up for you. We'd love to hear how you got on. Uh, you can message us on Instagram um, at goloveyourselfpod or email us goloveyourselfpod at gmail.com. Oh, so Laura, there's another special day coming up. Go on. Tell me what it is. It's International Women's Day. Woo-woo! 
Oh, I do love that day. It's so nice, like celebrating and hearing about like achievements of like women in history. And yeah, it's fabulous. I love the quote of, you know, strong women, may we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. I think International Women's Day is so cool and just such a cool opportunity to recognise how fabulous we are and we're we're all really fabulous so hello all the women out there i love you (laughs) and also what i love as well is that simply be are doing an international women's day collection yeah i saw that i think it's fantastic there's loads of pieces in it and some really cute tops tailored pieces and obviously some lovely dresses for us lauren (laughs) love that and did you know it's, it's in partnership with the Prince's Trust as well? So this is the bit I really, really love. One pound from every item they sell will go to the Prince's Trust's Women Supporting Women campaign. And it's all about helping thousands of young women who face adversity to build a better future. I couldn't love that more. No, me neither. I think that's incredible. Um, I love getting a nice new dress to celebrate um, International Women's Day anyway. Uh, you know, like to just kind of like go out of drinks with the girls or like you can just dance around the house to a bit of Lizzo or oh, like yeah. the Waitress soundtrack. But yeah this is an even better excuse to stock up on some lovely clothes and make you feel good do you know what i really want to wear this international women's day go on like a badass bitch power suit oh yes i can I, so see you in oh, that i'm seeing these beautiful girls on instagram like wearing them and i want one i want one so bad you would boss a power suit oh, do you know what i don't know why i don't feel confident enough to wear one but i want to wear one so bad Oh, this might be the time. This might be the I time. I actually have got some of the Simply Be blazers. I've got one in pink and blue. <gasps> hot pink, electric blue. I want a hot power pink. Power blazer. Either jeans, if you're not feeling that confident, in a yes, whole power suit vibe. But I, I feel like you would rock it. Like, go for it, honestly. It's International Women's Day, Lauren. Do it yes, for the girls. Yes, all the women. Like, I want, that's what I want that whole vibe. <laughs> yeah, they've actually got a blue one in this International Women's Day collection. So I definitely think you should get that. And we've got a lovely discount for you, our fabulous listeners. If you'd like to get 20% off the International Women's Day collection or anything else on the Simply Be site, you can use our code POD20. That's P-O-D and the numbers two and zero. Oh my God, you know what I've just thought? We've totally got to do a special episode for International Women's Day. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Yes, let's do it now, let's do it now, let's do it now. <laughs> just mainly, mainly be Lizzo. <laughs> We're just going to be celebrating Lizzo once more. (laughs) So since I've put on weight, I've entered into this world of being really hyper aware of, of how different my body obviously looks, but then how often and how viciously some people comment on bodies that look like mine. Very surprisingly and very luckily, I've never received any abuse or any negativity from anyone directly to me. Um, about the way I look or how my my body has changed but I know that I'm the exception not the rule Um, I know this is happening and and people who look like me or are in bigger bodies in general are subject to other people's opinions about their body every day you know unsolicited opinions some people in this world feel like they have the right to just because people are bigger and on top of that some people are doing it under the guise of health which does my head in and we've talked a bit about it and we will continue to talk about it um so really i think both of us we wanted to dedicate a whole episode to talking about and pun absolutely intended like the weight of other people's opinions on your body because every single person's issues are rooted in other people's opinions why are we worried about what we look like oh it's because we're worried about what people are going to say to us or we're worried because we don't look like her and and she is deemed beautiful and all this kind of stuff so everything for me or certainly the vast majority is rooted in the 
concern and worry about what other people think or what other people might say. So I just, yeah, I wanted to talk about that today. Yeah, I think it's a really important subject. Like you say, it's the weight of other people's opinions are sometimes so intense and they do weigh very very heavy on you like you say I think you know I've spoken about it before about comments that were made to me in my kind of my childhood my youth my teenage years uh, and they do have a lasting effect and a lot of the research that I've done uh, recently has shown that actually in the majority of circumstances not commenting on somebody's body and weight especially like younger children and you know kids and stuff like that and teenagers is actually better because if you talk about it it makes it an issue it then food becomes this kind of good and bad thing and it kind of is the start of that diet binge cycle and that's obviously what we're now as adults trying to unlearn um, and get out of that cycle and it's it's so strange about other people's opinions because it goes back to what I was saying in a previous episode I think about when you are bigger um you are both invisible Mm. and hyper visible and for some reason people think that it's acceptable to comment on your appearance and your weight and the bottom line is if it's not your body it's not your business whether you're a size six or a 26 we've all got body hang-ups and we don't need to be talking about other people's bodies it's not it's not it's no one's business especially not under the guise of health because actually a person's health is between them and their doctor now i'm not going to sit here and go i am a healthy weight right but i don't have any health issues i have a bit of a bad knee because i fell on it on some ice a couple of years ago other than that i don't have any health issues but people just automatically assume that when you're bigger you're unhealthy if people were that concerned about health then they would go out knocking cigarettes out of people's hands and yep. you know what about you know mental health as well this is the other thing that we don't talk about i know that when i diet and when i don't eat and i starve my body of what like she needs like third person she (laughs) of what it needs i am miserable honestly i'm an absolute bitch i'm horrible i'm grumpy i'm 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 depressed so you know we do have to take that into account as well i think that there will be some people listening that maybe have a friend or whatever or a family member maybe they're worried about and i do get asked this quite a lot about you know what do i do like my friend has put on loads of weight i actually had someone come to me the other day um really lovely follower of mine came and messaged me and said I have a genuine concern about my friend she's become a recluse she's put on an enormous amount of weight in a very short space of time and I am actually genuinely worried and I don't know how to bring it up to her and I think I sort of went back to and said look I will start this by saying I am by no means an expert um so like take my it's just my Mm. opinion I think if you're genuinely worried about somebody, then you can literally, you can go at it on a really nice and kind angle of, I've noticed this behaviour, as in, I've noticed that you haven't been wanting to go out much lately and that you've become quite withdrawn and there are other things I've picked up on and I'm just really worried about you and I hope you don't mind me picking up on it, but I'm really worried. Is everything okay? Yeah. If you lead it with an appearance thing, like, oh, I've noticed that you've put on quite a lot of weight or I've noticed that you've been eating quite a lot or your body's really changed, you you know, is everything, what's going on? Mm. That person is immediately going to get on the defensive, aren't they? So there are nice ways of doing it. There are. And it's it's really difficult because, um, obviously, I've talked about about why I gained weight and that was... and it was all done, all down to trauma. And there are lots of people out there that are the same. So it's difficult because some people gain weight because they literally just gain weight and let's move on. But sometimes um, a, a symptom of things like depression, anxiety, PTSD is gaining or losing a significant amount of weight in a short period of time. So when you're worried about that, and I think you're, what you said to your follower of, actually, I'm worried about you. I don't care what you look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's what they said to, the, to you. Like, I don't care what my friend looks like, but I'm worried about her. So I think speaking to somebody like that 
um, and saying you're just worried about them is fine. And 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 my mum did that to me about uh, oh god, like a year and a half ago. Um, and it was just after sort of twenty twenty the first uh, wave, and it was just work was just awful. Um, and she was like, Lauren, I'm I'm a bit worried about you because my eating got out of control. I clearly have got some issue there, so we'll deal with that another day. But um, you know, I rely on food. And I was like, no, I'm I'm actually just worried about you, and that was a huge thing for me. And I took mm. care of myself a little bit better. Um, yes, sometimes your body is the you know bears the result of what you're going through mentally as well. So, yeah. but the yeah. issue isn't what your friend or your family member looks like; it's what's going on in their head or their yes. mind or their world that we need to tackle. Yeah, and sometimes like we talk about that phrase about letting yourself go. I think that a lot of I think that's very like another phrase like I hate it bloody on the lips moment on the lifetime on the hips kind of thing it needs to get in the bin Mm. and actually I was I was I was thinking the other day how actually that doesn't have to be a bad thing if someone's let themselves go it might be that now they're finding freedom in food and they might be happy so like just let them be happy if you think they're not happy then I think you've got reason to be concerned and call it out I think it's so hard especially when it comes from people that we love that care about us when they make comments about our bodies like you said you just it's so weird we we kind of we wear it publicly when you're bigger you're wearing your almost your <laughs> hello i'm mentally unwell <laughs> you're wearing your worries aren't you you're kind of on on you it's like you know form of clothing mm. um so i think that it must be hard for family and friends sometimes i think that i can i can see sometimes in my dad's eyes that he wants to say something like oh god you know like mm. you've put on weight or whatever but luckily like he doesn't I think he knows now not to because of like childhood trauma yeah. and stuff yeah. but there are ways and there are things and phrases that we're going to kind of share with you today that we think hopefully might help a little bit in tackling those kind of awkward conversations um, because they can be so damaging so we're also acknowledging that as well like just one small comment can honestly set you off can't it and just make you feel like absolute shit the amount of people that have got this what I sort of alluded to at the beginning that have got body image issues based on something that their parents have said or grandparents or school or friends said to them when they were little is insane so many people have got these issues and they're really bad you know I've got a friend who was really badly bullied at school and I know you had the similar situation that messes people up the weight of other people's opinions can weigh on people so I think you know, as much as we're saying, we're going to give you tips on how to deal with that. It's also giving people tips on like, like we've just done on how to, if someone in your life has gained a lot of weight or you don't like the way they look is kind of how to manage that. First of all, don't say anything. If you don't like the way they look, it's really not your problem. And you probably are the worst friend ever and you should not have that friend. But like, <laughs> but yeah, we're, it's, it's a two way street. We need to manage people's comments, but people need to stop making comments. I think it's also really important that we establish boundaries, especially in later life. So with parents, for example, who feel like it is their right to talk about your body and things like that. Um, I think one of the things that I did a few years ago, which was a, had a really big impact for me, was saying to my mum, I love you and I will support you in, in all that you do and, you know, in all that you are. But I really would appreciate it if you didn't talk to me about what diet you're on and how much weight you've lost or put on because it feels quite constant and it kind of 
<laughs> like I don't want to sound really woke but it does kind of like trigger me a little bit it takes me back to being that kid who was just constantly around every single woman in my family was obsessed with weight and if it wasn't their weight it was someone else's oh my god have you seen Sharon gosh she's let herself go oh yeah she's put on a couple of stone did you see her oh she oh or (laughs) and it's always she's lost weight she looks fantastic doesn't she and so, yeah, so I grew up with it. So actually saying to my mum, look, I would really appreciate it if you didn't talk to me about that kind of stuff anymore. Um, and I, I hope that she didn't take offence. Um, she will be listening to this because she always listens. She's really, really lovely Hi, and supportive. Mom. Hi, mum. <laughs> um, and she, it's so funny, actually. Um, she said to me the other day, she was like, your podcast is really helping me. She was like, for the first oh. time in my life, I realise that I have been utterly brainwashed. And I've spent my whole life being on a diet because that's just what we were supposed to do. I was supposed to hate my body and I was supposed to be on a diet. And now I'm like 56. And she was like, and I realised I've probably got her age wrong. She's going to kill me. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible I think daughter. I think she's 55. I can't remember. Sorry, yeah, have you just aged her up? <laughs> um, but she was like, for the first time in my life, I like, I literally just think, I've, she said that she went out and bought clothes that actually were a size up so that she could be comfortable in her mm. body. Love. And she feels like now she doesn't have to be on a diet just because that's what she's supposed to be on. Ugh. And I cannot tell you what, like how groundbreaking that was. That's and how amazing. amazing. That was. And we've both talked, we've said it before, I think, but we've said it to each other loads. The amount of people, like women in their fifties specifically yeah. who are saying, I never, th- I've never thought like this before. This has changed my life. Like, or, you know, where were you guys when I was like 20, 30 and that kind of thing. And I love that because we're getting people out of these horrible headspaces that they've been in for their entire lives. And now as well, hopefully we're hitting the kind of generation who are having children so the benefit can move with their children as well um oh it, it's so good i'm yeah. so happy we helped you mama adling no mama mama <laughs> laura's mama <laughs> yeah that was a nice feeling i do understand though that i am obviously very lucky and i think that um i know i, I speak to a lot of people that, that don't have that kind of relationship and even when you sort of have said something to your you know mum, dad aunt or whatever then the, that still kind of um comes in if you are someone that is kind of coming to this new and haven't said anything before then something that I recommend saying if you again it could just be can you just not talk about the diet stuff like it kind of like it bothers me or I don't really want to sort of hear about it you can say that or you can just say something like please don't comment on my body on what I'm eating it really makes me feel uncomfortable and just keep it as that short and sweet that's literally the sentence the sentence to say is that and then if they come back and make a joke about it then that's a them issue not a you issue you've put Mm -hmm. your boundary in place um and i hope that they will respect that and if they don't you 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 know you can walk away or just say look i'm being serious and and walk away from that situation and that's absolutely fine if you're not comfortable or you're being made fun of which is just awful i'd hate since people are being made fun of in their families but Mm. just walk away that in that moment yeah the moment just do that if that relationship isn't serving you and it isn't making you feel good then like I think then yeah you have the right as an adult to remove yourself from that situation and and maybe kind of reevaluate that that relationship you know I think people need to respect if you say to somebody I'm working on my relationship with with food and my like body image and like so I just really don't want to talk about that or I don't find that funny or respectful I think the other thing that is really important about setting boundaries as well and I hear this all the time is um and I'm I can guarantee now um, if you haven't already kind of picked up on this that you will after listening is that when people talk about being good or bad and food having this kind of moral mm. kind of that really um, winds me stance up. yeah so it's like oh well I've been good today I'll have I'll have a I'll have a treat or it's oh no I've been so bad this week 
food is not good or bad food can be like higher in calories and it can be more or less nutritious I'm not kind of absolutely not dismissing that so I completely acknowledge that having an apple is probably a healthier choice than having a chocolate bar but they're not bad you're not you're not Adam and Eve like you're not Eve eating the forbidden fruit like you're not a bad person (laughs) for eating an apple or or a, a chocolate bar like food does not need to have any kind of like moral stance so again again I think that's something that is just you know how just language and terminology changes over the years I think that that's something that we just need to kind of open an air and just say like do you know what like it's not kind of good or bad like we don't need to judge people like that wouldn't it be sad if we did uh, yeah life is too short to be surrounded by people that don't make you feel good about yourself and I appreciate it. it's very difficult if you're um struggling with family I know that can be really really tough but and friends as well but don't be scared to come to a point sometimes where you take a break or you walk away or yeah. you know if it's there are there are so many wonderful people in this world and fangirls me and Laura included we will always yeah. be your fangirl always um, always for you to be surrounded by people who don't love you just as you are. Yeah. Just as you are. So I think there's maybe times to say something and not say something to people who, who say awful things to you. Like sometimes there is just times when you can let it wash over you or just walk away from it and not even say anything. But sometimes that you should absolutely say something. So yeah, when do you think it's a good time to say something to someone who's who's being negative towards you I think if something has had an effect on you and has affected you emotionally I think that you are absolutely valid and um, if if the situation is confrontational or you're around a lot of people and you don't want it to be escalated then maybe remove yourself from the situation and kind of go back to it with that person individually in private later on so you know say you're at a family barbecue for example and someone makes a comment or like a fat joke or just a sly little comment and it bothers you I think kind of you can call them out on it if you're brave enough to. It depends on obviously like how you think they might react. Or you can kind of pull them onto one side maybe the day after or like later that kind of day and just say, I don't know if you realise, but actually you saying that has really upset me. And actually this is why, and this is why I would really appreciate going forward if you didn't mention my body, my weight, my whatever. If they're a decent human being, they will apologise and they will be mortified by what they've said if it they don't then it just says a lot more like i said about them than it does you you yeah Yeah. i like the bit where you said like i don't know if you realize because that's it's a kinder way of saying it and be like you clearly don't know the impact of your words i think that's a nice way to say it do you think there's circumstances when we just shouldn't fucking bother saying anything because they're knobs Yeah, it's a hard one, really. I think like there's sometimes like I wouldn't personally probably maybe I would now. I don't know. I'm a little bit more feisty these days, but you know when like you're walking down the road and there's like a bunch of lads or something, and I don't know about anyone else, but I though that kind of situation just even now thinking about it just literally like I can feel the heat yeah, rising up from my body. It's like oh, mm. because you just know that it's going to be like all right, fatty or whatever. Um, those kind of situations I think maybe best be avoided that you say something but I, it's up to the individual I think it's up to the individual individual but make sure you're safe honestly yes. so I would I would potentially walk away but we did actually as you said that I've just remembered we had um, someone on Instagram message us something really similar and she said that um, there was a big uh, group of drunk men walking past her once and one of them came straight up to her and said wow you're fat whilst you know this girl was on her own and then this guy just comes up well you're fat um, and then one of his friends even said that she was still fuckable uh, how do you even deal with that like i don't know what i'd say in that situation because i'd feel really intimidated they're wrong they're assholes uh 
I don't think I'd say anything. I think I'd have to walk away because I wouldn't feel safe personally. If there was yeah. a group of men and just me, I wouldn't feel safe. Yeah, personally, I think probably I would feel the same. And and that is what I mean. We, this is why one of the reasons why we're doing the podcast is that like it is so it can be so hard being in a in a bigger body and that fear of like you know taking up space and public transport or walking down the street or even like when there's like kids that are being a bit kind of chatty yeah. or they've just sort of gone to school and they just start learning about bodies and calling you fat and things like that that fear is so real and there is yeah it, it's hard there is no kind of safe space for you when you are when you are bigger and it's like you're hyper visible when you put when you put on weight especially like i think um as opposed to me probably always always being big i don't know if you've found this lauren but like yeah. it might be something that you're like super aware of and like self-conscious of Hell yeah. it's just so difficult and i think the other thing as well is that you know it's all very well us saying oh we'll call it out set boundaries talk to people nicely and say oh i don't know if you realize but some people are not are just not that way inclined and they might retaliate and they can be really nasty and defensive and be like well you do need to lose weight or well, I'm not wrong, am I? Well, I'm only I'm only worried about your health. Yeah, that the Ooh. health concerns they can yeah. just do one. Like again, it's not between the you know, it's between you and your doctor. Yeah, it, it is so hard, and I'm not going to say like I sit here and have and say I have all the answers. If someone was said it to me and they have done it in the past, I would be extremely upset. Mm. Um, but I would just say like just stick to your stick to your guns and just yeah. try and stay calm and just reinforce the fact that whether you meant it this way or not and whether you thought it was funny or not it upset me and it mm. hurt me and if you respect me whether you meant to upset me or not doesn't matter but you did upset me and um, if you respect me and you love me like you say you do you won't do it again and you'll apologize um and i think just keep reiterating it just be just try and be as strong as you possibly can um and set boundaries otherwise people are just never going to learn are they no yeah 100 percent, and if if they do retaliate or it gets worse, they say things to make you upset. Um, I think that's then down to personal. You can you can reiterate again, or you can just say, do you know what? This is not worth it because you know a lot about what we're saying. We're trying to educate people and change people's mindset about living in bigger bodies, but also how they perceive others who live in bigger bodies. But I know that, and I say that, and I'm really upset about this fact. But some people just will never change. Mm. um you know see a lot of videos you know stitches on tiktok of <laughs> it's usually really like young young like 16 17 year old lads who are like making funny jokes about fat girls you know there are just yeah. some guys that you're just not gonna change opinions of but yeah. the people around you the people that you have in your life who are around you should love you and respect you just as you are so stand up for yourself or make stand up for stand up for all the fat girls of the world well yeah like this stuff on tiktok it's not funny like when you i see those tiktoks and they're stitching they stitch these videos about like um how like how many vodkas or bottles of beer would yes, you need to, to have to basically have sex with a fat girl and it goes back to we had uh steph on didn't we i guess stephanie bow we love her and she was a victim of a, a prank called Pull a Pig, where someone, some bloke basically got paid by his mates 300 quid to sleep with a fat girl. We are not fucking toys. Like, we are not, we are human beings with beating hearts. And like, unfortunately for us, we wear, like you said, we wear this kind of, like literally it's so visible. Like we're wearing it with this kind of extra weight and stuff. And I just wish there was a, just a lot more respect and kindness. And I thank 
though the internet can be such a horrible place i also think it can be and is a wonderful place for community and as well like that. so even if your friends or your family are dicks come and you know be friends with us and be come friends, be friends with, with us there are so many other wonderful people online well i'll share like i'll do a, a big like yeah, follow list of, should, yeah. yeah like people that will kind of be there and have been there know know what you mean and we can all find solace together because yeah i just i know it sounds really cheesy but i just want to say to anybody who has dealt with that or is dealing with that like you are not alone like we've Mm. all been there and you're not alone and it isn't you it is them and you deserve to be respected and treated with respect like bare minimum respect like it's not a lot to ask for I mean, literally, as you were saying that, all I could just do was all in this together. I don't know the words, but yes, that's very true. And come and be our friend. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll just sing musical theatre songs until you really can't take anymore. And then you'll feel a lot better because you'll be like, please just stop. This episode is also sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. And Go Love Yourself listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash go love. So we all know that relationships take work and the most important relationship, of course, is the one that you have with yourself. Um, a lot of us will drop anything to go and help someone else we care about, but for some reason, um, we don't often give ourselves the same treatment. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes looking after yourself and self-care can feel like a chore and it's the last thing you think of to do, but it's so, so vitally important. And, you know, that can mean everything from going out for walks reading books instead of scrolling on your phone and and going to therapy it's absolutely transformed my life on a number of occasions um we always want to remind you that you know no matter how you're feeling you are just as important as everyone else in your life and you deserve to take care of yourself therapy is an amazing way to do that and better help is is a really good accessible way to get started with therapy it's really brave to start and to recognize you need that help is really really brave but i cannot recommend therapy enough and i don't think it's a stretch to say it's been life-saving for for me personally like it's it's trans like you said it's transformed my life we're really big advocates for it i i think everyone should do therapy um and it's probably the best form of self-care out there so to tell you a bit more about better help it's online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to it's more affordable and also more accessible than in-person therapy uh, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours which is great. If you want to give it a try and join the 2 million people that have already used BetterHelp online you can use our special discount code. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash go love. So Lauren, one of our listeners has written in uh, asking for advice on how to deal with co-workers who are overly (laughs) opinionated. More specifically, she's asked, how do I tell them to fuck off (laughs) without actually telling them to Uh, fuck off? Yeah, you write an email to who it may concern. As aforementioned, kind regards. Don't give them a kind regards, just give them a regards. Uh, No, I don't know. That is awkward at work because it's work, right? Um... I think if you if you have the relationship with the person when you can, exactly what we've been saying all along is like, you know, just to let you know what you said actually really upset me for this reason, XXXX. Um, or I don't know if you realise, but you making those jokes are making me feel really uncomfortable. Um, obviously see what their reaction is. Um, what I do want to say here though, is if it's getting to a point where you feel like you are being bullied, and I know this still happens, uh, bullying is rife, in many organisations, um, speak to either your line manager, speak to HR, speak to um, whichever 
bit of the organisation you have to do not put up with it if you're in that space. Um, but if it's not at that level, I think everything that we said today, if you feel comfortable to say something, do. Um, and I think also you've got an option to potentially speak to your line manager as well if, if it's getting a bit too much. Um, it's really awkward though, I will say that at work because it's work. You know, with family, you can probably tell them to fuck off and leave for the day. Yeah. You probably can't do that at work. Yeah, I think definitely though, absolutely right. Or exactly what in a nutshell, I think education as well. If it depends on the kind of person that's, we've all worked with that kind of colleague that is a bit like scatty and just mm. says things off the cuff and doesn't think anything of it. Um, but I think sometimes they're like education, like, you know, like, again, like, I don't know if you realise, but actually, when we talk about this kind of thing, like, it's not great, because X, Y, Z, there are ways of saying things that kind of hopefully can bring people around. And I think the more you say it, the more you set boundaries, and the more you say yeah. it, like, oh, guys, that's really not cool. Or yeah. that's, you know, really not great for you to say that. Don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Definitely. Another one of our listeners uh, has sent this in to us on Instagram saying that they started working out again um, as they've been working from home and haven't been moving as much as they used to. Um, and they had to deal with um, a really unfortunate response from their mother-in-law. So instead of saying like, good for you or nice one about exercising again, um, her mother-in-law actually said, well, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Oh no. And, and this was to a, a plus size woman. It's really oh, bad. Those kind of sayings. It's just... been it's so nice of you uh yeah that that really sucks i do think there's uh oh, mother in the mother-in-law category or the family-in-law is probably another category similar <laughs> to colleagues in that it's just orcs right if you, you unless you've got a really good relationship with a yeah. with a family member-in-law who is being horrible to you and you can literally tell them to fuck off it's really awkward so it is really hard. So whether you can talk to your partner and say, look, can you just mention this to your mum? Or, you know, perhaps pull them aside. That could be the start of a, a more open relationship with them. I say that knowing that's probably not the case. You're not going to change everyone's opinions, are you? It's just it's just unfortunate. I'm really lucky, personally. My, my mother-in-law is also plus size. That's nice. And so yeah. we share, like, a lot of experiences and things like that. And I, I'm really grateful for that. I'm so lucky. Um, I feel like a lot of other people, their mother-in-laws, though, of that is this thing of, like... No one will ever be good enough for their... <laughs> I do mother-in-law. Mother-in-laws are boys. Mothers are boys. The mums love their boys. <laughs> yes, yeah. Mums love their yeah. boys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a really, really hard one. And, um, yeah, hope it hasn't kind of, like, gotten you gotten to you too much. Got to just try and piss these things out sometimes, haven't we? <laughs> uh, yes, please do piss all the shite out. Uh, but it did remind me, her story actually reminded me, I don't know if you remember this, a few years ago, uh, something went viral and it was this uh, girl and she was a, a slim girl at the gym and she took a picture of this bigger girl who was either, it was changing, I think, in the changing, oh yeah, she was naked in the changing rooms, I believe, and um, clearly like having just worked out and this girl was making fun of her saying like, you know, who the hell let her in? And then obviously... That shit, they went viral and everyone backlashing against this skinny girl for taking the piss out of this woman naked who she posts this unsolicited picture of to the whole entire world. And she was trying to work out. And then Mm. the gym obviously got massively like backfired and all this kind of stuff. And uh, that, I mean, how often does that happen? How many people who are our size, Laura, don't go to the gym? Me being one of them because I don't want people to look at me yeah. or or think that. But it's we've talked about it, isn't it? It's so freaking funny because these will be the people, the people that will make fun of you for going to the gym are the people who are concerned about your health. Yes. Make always. that make sense. 
always they're always the people that are like oh eat less move more yeah and, it's and like, then when oh you try god, thank you i never thought of that oh my god why didn't i think of that <laughs> yeah, thank you so much <laughs> yeah Other but then when you try to they take the piss out of you for trying yeah like, yeah like, stop it stop or even it like now. when we're given like you know they do like plus size activewear like this whole nike campaign that they did yes. where there was oh. plus size mannequins and stuff mm. who by the way were not even plus size they were just size no. 14 and there was uproar and it's like do you not want us to exercise like make your mind up make your actual mind up yeah Yeah, it's it's horrible we had did did have some really lovely um suggestions in from our listeners um which we hope will help you they kind of made us smile uh things to kind of just reframe your thoughts and how you kind of deal with your opinion uh, as well as other people's so someone suggested this quote and it was someone else's opinion of you is none of your business and i really like that Mm. so so what what other people think of you is none of your business yeah and i my favorite thing to say is like it's a them problem not you problem such an important one that because i think when you have confidence in yourself i think you worry less about other people's opinions of you i think the more work that you can kind of do on yourself the less that other people's opinions should kind of worry it's an age thing as well i found like older i've gotten the less i care about what other people think what matters most is your opinion of you and not what anyone else is thinking or saying about you um one of the other suggestions that we had from, from one of our listeners was when you lay in bed at night whose thoughts do you listen to make them nice ones oh that's really cute it's cute that's isn't it and really it's nice. so true because i think and this mirror challenge that we we're talking about right at the beginning of the episode you know i think the more you say to yourself we are i keep going on about diet culture but we are conditioned as women to fix i'm saying this in air quotes to fix things right and everything is made to feel like a problem if you don't have a body or a face that fits the ideal beauty standard so how you talk about yourself is so important because if you keep telling yourself like the beauty industry does and the diet industry does you are not worthy you're not good enough you're fat you're a failure you're you're a disgrace you're going to believe that the more you say that the more you're going to believe it it's so important that you are kind to yourself you have good thoughts and for every negative thought try and say a positive one maybe two positive ones it's about retraining and like your brain and unlearning all of those unkind things that you've said to yourself or other people have said to you if we can all just be a bit kinder to ourselves I think then that will make such a difference in our confidence our overall self-esteem and our worth 100% 100% and then also how we then interact with others so that if you're one of these people that are making comments about other people's bodies if you're kinder to yourself then perhaps you won't say those things anymore yeah i think check yourself next time you find yourself thinking oh she's put on a lot of weight why do you care? yeah why do you care like really think about that yeah and it, and, and we've spoken before and, and actually with stephanie boa who said it we've all got a little bit of internalized fat phobia and we've mm-hmm. just mentioned it um off, off off podcast off recording a second ago like We've all got a little bit of internalised fat phobia. That's not our fault. It's literally a product of diet culture. Um, but if you're thinking these things and you see a picture of of someone who might have put on weight or something and your your mind immediately goes to God, like, you know, they've let themselves go. They put on weight. Think, why do I care? Why is it important that they have? What? Why do I care? I think is the main thing you can ask. Why? Why the fuck do we care that someone's put on weight? Something to do with you. And then when you realise that actually it's nothing to do with you, just like piss it out, acknowledge it, um, recognise it and just move on. Another comment from one of our fabulous Instagram followers was asking us how to piss off the fat shamers. Now, this is where I get very, very much like, oh, okay, I don't really care anymore. If they're full on fat shamers and there are some real aggressively awful fat shamers out there, then 
The way to do it is be really like obnoxious about the fact that you are not ashamed to be fat. Like here you are, you're living your best life. If they're fat shaming you in an awful way, and I'm talking about the, not the people that are like the slide diggers, I'm talking about the people who are really overtly and quite aggressively fat shaming. Um, just be very blatant about the fact that you are not ashamed about being your size and you are not on a diet and you don't care what people think about you. And that will just really wind them up, which sounds mean, but these are the people that you're not going to change the minds of. Um, yeah. And so just be the most confident and obnoxious version of yourself in those moments. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Your body is not an apology. I know we've no. spoken about that before, but you don't need to apologise for existing. And I think that, yeah, you don't need to love how you look, but you don't need to be ashamed and you don't need to be like hiding yourself away or no. feel embarrassed about it. Be you, like show up as you are. Be the main character, like life yes, is too Yes, main short. character energy always. And like, you know, you know the truth. Like you can't argue with stupid either. There's literally <laughs> just no point. Like some people are just, are just fucking stupid. Let's just not entertain them. No, some people are. And I, yeah, I am very not about the vibe of retaliating to somebody with saying something negative or personal about them, either their appearance or their personality. I hate that. I really don't like that because that's just giving as good as you got. And I don't like that. So retaliating with the whole confidence and, you know, knowing that you are just as fabulous and worthy as the next person, just as you are, mm-hmm. that'll wind them up. And that's, you know, yeah that's just perfect literally perfect and fat as well is not like it doesn't need to be an insult like it's factually correct so if if you turn around someone and be like i am fat like and congratulations you have eyeballs well done congratulations (laughs) you win a prize yeah that will just throw them off of it as well i think (laughs) like yeah you're so fat yes and like what's their reaction to that bit yeah yes and i am fat like i feel like they might be a bit stumped yeah oh sorry did you want me to cry oh okay oh Oh, hang on let me try let me try (laughs) pinch me go on pinch me (laughs) oh god (laughs) thank you so much to everyone for listening we love you lots and we'll see you next week love you bye that was go love yourself brought to you by simply be Crowd Network, a place where you belong.